What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is the B Show special Saturday edition. Special Saturday live from the B Show. It's, it's sat it's, live from the Diamond Studio. It's Saturday night. Uh, thank B-show. you. Hey, thank you, Michael. Like I said, like you said, like we all said, this is the B Show. We we're, keep saying we're here to review AEW Dynamite and NXT. Takeover 30. X, 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 Triple X, starring Vin Diesel. I, theaters everywhere. I was, there was no Vin Diesel. Like, what was up with that? Like, it was a bummer. Uh, and I know that was one of your predictions. You were willing to bet the entirety, all, all the entire rights fees to City Wrestling Radio to Vin Diesel appearing. And now you got to chalk it up, Corey. I'm well, sorry. luckily, no one took the bet. It's fine. You know, I, I took the bet, Corey. It's mine now. <laughs> the, the contract says. Co-host, yeah, but it doesn't say Corey Smith. It says Michael Vergara. Yeah, no, it says Panama City right right underneath my uh my fucking uh, video, and you're all the way in wherever that uh, show took Connecticut. place. Connecticut, I don't remember. Anyways, yeah. like you said, AEW Dynamite NXT Takeover. We're here to review that. I'm gonna talk a little bit about the conference call afterwards. Uh, after Takeover, you know, Paul Levesque, he talks about Takeover a little bit. So we'll get into all of that. Um, not really much news though today. Usually we talk some news on the B show. Because it's a Saturday, like Special. the news that is happening is uh, unless we're still abiding by that for even like within the forty eight hours, like I don't know Thunderdome. Just, yeah, Thunderdome. Did did you watch it? Yeah, stupid. What'd you think? It was stupid. Stupid. Yeah, the, apparently there were like super serious rules and how like they Whoa. like they sent guidelines on how to watch it. Like besides like hey, don't whip your dick out, but then also like. <laughs> Uh, I think like they were make f- sure no make sure you wave you like you use your arms a lot oh, like yeah. do not make any like you don't have do not wear any logos on your shirts or have any affiliations I mean yeah that kind of stuff like if I, you no. may not see it right now but I'm playing wearing my PlayStation hoodie so they would kick oh. me the F out PlayStation would be not a big pay for no that no. sponsor uh, yeah. no bullet club t-shirts I would guess oh, uh, of course not to me though it seemed like people it was just like a picture of people half the time like I felt yeah, like there just, were there I mean, were moments like where what I, you, it's like what you see me in the Zoom call. <laughs> like there were moments where I would see people and they're just like. And I'm there like, was oh, one okay. guy I think that on was four different legitimately screens. sleeping. Oh, there was one guy on like six different screens or four or five. I don't even remember how many. There was a few different yeah. ones that he was on. Anyways, Thunderdome. Michael Cole says no one brings the thunder like WWE. Oh, I mean, Everybody's about to get domed. Hey, get, now. Yeah. Hey, now. I, yeah. I was thinking more of WCW Thunder, not fellatio. Get dome. Anyways, uh, let's getting your dick sucked. All right. This is now mature rating on the YouTube. This is definitely not made for kids. Now, this is well, you know what? This is a show made for adults by adults with adult or adults. Exactly. You know, uh, pull pull out a drink. uh, Leave your penis in your pants, though. It's time to talk. That's generally good advice. You know, (laughs) it's every I mean, I feel like a lot of people need that advice nowadays. And we're here to give it to you, ladies and not ladies, but gentlemen, keep your penis in your pants. Well, you know, whoever, everyone just keep your penis in your pants. We're here to talk about NXT. Let's kick it off. I will kick it off, actually, this week, because I'm going to start with the takeover, right? Or did you want to go with You're taking over. Yeah, I mean, like, it's the one that happened the most recently. I'll say that. It is takeover, so I guess I will take over. Uh, uh, I did watch actually a relative decent amount of it, like. Uh, it was going on at the same time as me watching Dynamite. Um, I know it didn't ha- start at the same time. You just refuse to watch wa- shows later, don't you? you, you no. You have to watch it live. Really, it's like wrestling is best when it's live, and I just have serious FOMO. 
I, well, I mean, I feel like. Yeah. You got to see that. Uh, it was me, Austin moment, you know. Anyways, we kick off NXT TakeOver uh, Vin Diesel with uh, Vic Joseph, Beth Phoenix, and actually Corey Graves on commentary. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, no Mara Ronaldo. And uh, Triple H did mention, someone did ask about this in the press conference call after the show. Uh, he just wasn't available. I mean, like, he just he just had prior engagements. Uh, he wasn't available for the show. So that's it. I, mean, I, I think there was some boxing going on. Uh, yeah. I mean, there were definitely some boxing shows that I've seen around, like, like of the people I follow on Twitter. I'm wondering... If I shouldn't. I should have checked if like he commented on that because like generally like, listen, I don't think it's much of a stretch sometimes when I feel like, whenever Morrow is missing, mm-hmm. I like knowing who he is. I just I gen I genuinely just always hope he's okay. Yeah. You know, hope like if it's not him, I hope like somebody. I just I hope everything's well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I and wish I nothing but it, it, well, and it, that's the thing we don't know. And it, the way well, that, like, Triple the H, lack of information, um, not to say that he should, like, spill everything in his personal life. Well, why is he not here? Why is he not here? But, you know. I'm going to shoot from the hip. No. I just have, I just wish him the best, whatever it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And seems like he's fine now. Uh, I do want to mention, actually, before I get into the show, this uh, NXT conference call, a couple things that were mentioned. Post-show. Uh, NXT UK is returning September 17th. Uh, from, from the BT studios in the middle of London. It's going to be a weird setup, though, where the wrestlers and the film crew are going to be in London, but the producers and the directors are going to be in Florida. And they're going to be... So it's a, remote, like, yeah, producing. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see how they do that. Hey, listen, the Democratic National Convention was done by a dude who wasn't even wearing pants. Was he really not wearing pants? He was a direct. He was directing the broadcast and through his home. He, well, he was wearing... Okay, he was wearing shorts... <laughs> But he was wearing uh, no okay. socks, just straight up, just being being in his home, just directing the Democratic National Convention. He was, and there was like look, a million right? fucking screens. So yeah. I love that. I'm a big production geek. <laughs> um, like let's see. Uh, so who am I to doubt you? NXT UK. WWE is a I mean, huge fucking cool. company. Uh, NXT UK being back. Uh, they, someone did bring up Dream in the, uh, you know, they asked a question about Dream to ask if Triple H wanted to bring up anything else. Uh, they did. They Triple H just said uh, we said what we had to say. So they well, said what, what they else had to can say. you say? Honestly, like it's he. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's about it. Um, uh, before you know, I have some you know some stuff about carrying cross. Yeah, he possible injury. Yeah. Possible carrying cross injury. Maybe a. We'll probably talk about that in the main event. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then some comments made about Pat McAfee. So let's get into the show. Uh, okay. Kicked it off with Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, I missed this one. <laughs> Just um, to start things off. I was too well, busy I mean, watching I Dynamite. Think, I think you would have loved it because this was de- definitely a wrestling clinician, as they would call it. A cl- is that that's not a real word, Corey? A clinician? clinician. You've never been to a clinician, Michael? Come on. No, I would best. Uh, from what I've hear, I heard it was best described as a grapple fuck because yeah. it is Timothy Thatcher. It was. It, 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 yeah, it was a grapple fuck match. Uh, can we take that? Does somebody take that yet or no? It's been said before by someone else. Okay. So, Balor goes right after Thatcher in the match. Thatcher, though, quickly uh, brought the fight to the ground. The two men wrestling on the match. It was a very a slow start. Thatcher working on the left leg of Finn Balor. A bow and arrow stretch to Balor, but he's able to get to the ropes after the pin attempt. Uh, Thatcher reverses a dropkick. Um into a Kamora lock, which I thought was incredible because he takes 
a drop kick in, but then counters it with a Kimura lock. He drop kicks him, but rolls him in, rolls him over, and catches him. Yeah, it was incredible. He plants him on the ground and he gets him in a Kimura lock. Exactly. Okay. Uh, single leg Boston. I, I gotta crab. watch this match. <laughs> single leg Boston crab to Balor. Uh, Balor fights out. Uh, that's the thing about these types of matches, though, is that there's a lot of stuff going on, but like. Oh, uh, let me interrupt you first. Let me interrupt you for a second. Uh, Pre-show, Prezango are your number one contenders. Party. In in case anybody really wanted to know that. I think that's a stupid maneuver. Okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Did you watch the pre-show? No, I didn't. That's why I'm just... I'm shot. I'm actually kind of shocked. I for- totally forgot about the pre-show once we, I was like, Oh, I'm ready to do the show. Now I'm like, fuck, I didn't watch the pre-show. Eh, Breeze Ango wins. I think Oni Orton and Danny Burch should have won. I know they're talented, but do you really want another Imperium, Imperium match? We already talked about this. So anyways, um, there, this match was basically Timothy Thatcher wrestling clinic the entire time. Not clinician. Just being, Tim- just being Timothy yeah. Thatcher. Uh, but then all of a sudden at, all of a sudden at the end, uh, Balor gets the coup de gras in the 1916 for the pin and the win. Um, so the thing about these types of matches is that they're fun and a lot of people love them. I just it was very slow and everything Balor did hit was even it was in spurts. So it would just be long rest holds, long uh, not rest holds, but long wrestling holds. And then one spurt of Balor getting a sling blade, then long wrestling holds. So for me. I didn't like it that much. Like it was kind of an in the road match. That's why I gave it a five out of ten in my book. Um, oh, okay. I wasn't a huge um, fan of it. Uh, to say it was bad though is is a crime uh, because they're both. It was both great technicians. Um, Thatcher though wrestled the entire match. Like I said, with a sudden Balor moves all of a sudden, and I was hoping for a battle of like speeds versus like a slow methodical style, like more into it. But I don't know. It just seemed like they. Didn't there was a Styles Clash really get into? No, I I would like the Styles Clash. I just they just didn't get fully into it. Like they never really got going. They lacked to me. chemistry. Yeah, they never got going to me. Okay, so that's what I thought personally. Um, then we kicked it off with. Uh, then we go to Keith Lee and Mia Yim. They're showing up to the arena. Bailey and Sasha are ringside, and uh, I thought the one thing that was really funny about that post NXT call. Triple H mentioned how Bailey and Sasha, I guess, call Triple H every single time there's a takeover or NXT filming to try to get on NXT again. He was mentioning. You mean just like just to be on the audience and just like, hey, can we can they, we go well, to they full say, sale? I guess they say, hey, do you want us to be in the audience? Hey, do you want us to work? Hey, what can we do? What can we do? And apparently they're just willing to do anything for the show. They're just bored. <laughs> they're just like, dude. This quarantine bored. has just got us insane. Like, we, I just yeah. want to do something. But and you know hey, what? That's going to be good. Like you said, props to them. They want to keep their workhorses. They're really just kind of just showing their skin in the game of, hey, we think we're the best. And here we go. I mean, that's awesome. I think they are really showing what it is like to what kind of like an everyday, like top level WWE superstar should be like, in my opinion, like they are giving it their all. They seem like really positive people. Some might say grabbing the brass ring. Well, they're at least reaching for the brass ring. So I don't know, you know how they, you know how Vince holds it. He holds it like that, and can't catch it. Can't catch it. Anyways, then we go to this uh, the five man ladder match, which was by far my favorite match of the night. Did you see any of this? Yeah, I did actually. It okay. was. Uh, I want to say this was competing against. Oh, I completely forgot. I think it was the the the, the Lucha uh, the Lucha Express. I believe so. And 
Yeah. Jurassic Express. I said Lucha Express. I finally did it. I made that mistake. God damn it, Michael. Yeah, it was a Jurassic Express match. I think it was competing. And no, it was that and like so the match after that because this went really long. Yeah. I, uh, what the the five man? The ladder. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, um, the five man ladder. Uh, it, w- it was a great match, though. Uh, Reed, uh, Bronson Reed, though, to note his uh, apparel, though, tonight was based or inspired by Bam Bam Bigelow, which I I just loved. Uh, Dream, Velveteen Dream, has this weird Scott Steiner, like, metal thing on his head, that chainmail thing, they call it, right? Chainmail? Yeah, it was chainmail. Scott Steiner wore chainmail. I did. didn't see Velveteen in Dream's entrance, so no. sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, Reed and Priest knock everyone out of the ring to start the match, uh, but Dream breaks it up, kind of takes it to everyone. Famouser to Gargano by Dream. So this was there was just so much stuff going on, and I'm trying to keep up with the, these notes. So I I bear with me here. Oh yeah, no, these multi-mans is always a mess to just cover. Um, I oh I do love Shotzi though when when Bronson Reed comes out, she's just like thick boy, thick boy. I'm just like wow, Shotzi. I love it. I love the enthusiasm she has ringside. Yeah, I guess. Uh, let's see. Grimes pulls out a ladder, but it's not a full ladder. It's a step stool. And he's mad at Shotzi for putting it there because he points at her. Did you put that there? Uh, Dream and Priest uh, pull out uh, pull out different ladders. I was almost going to say pull it out. Gargano reversing uh, everything. It was just so much. I If I just go through my notes, it's going to be me stumbling through everything. This is a complete awesome match, and I loved it. Um, so much stuff happening to where one point Candice LeRae comes out, gets involved with Johnny Gargano, trying to help him win the match, but she hits a Hurricane Rana to, um, I believe it was to Grimes into everybody else trying to help him climb up the ladder though. At the end of the match, we have Priest and Reed climbing up to the top of the ladder, leading to Grimes setting up a second ladder. Uh, Dreams knocks Grimes off the ladder, ladder set up on the rope and that's when Gargano hits this scary looking spot to I believe it was Grimes where it, he was trying to do a sunset flip off of the side ladder to Grimes onto the ladder a sunset flip power bomb yeah 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 no I remember the spot this uh I think it was yeah no you got it yeah yeah sunset, sunset power bomb and uh, it just, it did not, like, they did not land right at all. Oh, no, Cameron Grimes completely landed onto the side of that ladder, and it did not look fun. No. Um, so that happened, but that led um, Priest on the ladder to become your new NXT North American champion. Um, yeah, so the, actually, though, that, that moment where Cameron Grimes was reaching oh, out Oh, no, for I'm that sorry, it was, to, uh, it was to Bronson Reed. It was to Bronson. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I just saw my, I just saw that. Reason. So there was a moment of the way that was shot where Cameron, Gr- I legitimately thought Cameron, Gr- Cameron Grimes is going to fucking win this. He's reaching up to it. And the way it was shot where Damien Priest's hand and his yeah. whole entire body just kind of rises up from that camera. And I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. But uh, alas, I wanted Cameron Grimes to win. But if it's Damien Priest, uh, you know, sure. Why not? You know, I'm I'm cool. I like Damian Priest. He's mad yeah. underrated. He, he's a pretty he's pretty talented. Uh, but Cameron Grimes. He would have been mad. Come on, man. Cameron Grimes. Dude. Okay, come on. Damian Priest would have been mad over in like 1999, 2000. Like everyone would have loved. Like he would have been. So I feel over. like I would debate he would be. He would have been over in 2000, like in the mid 2000s as well. That's yeah, when Mind yeah. Freak got huge. Whenever Evanescence "Bring Me Back to Life" was a hit song, that's oh, it's bringing me back to life. Thinking about it. There you go. There you go. Uh, this match for me was a seven out of ten. This is my favorite match of the night. 
Uh, it was oh man, fun. oh man. What does that say about the overall pay per view? We'll get to the end. Uh, this was a fun AF match, uh, as I wrote down. The only problem I had okay, with it, okay, Nick Jackson. Uh, the only problem I had with it is that I might uh, or Matt Jackson. I, I felt Matt like Jack- it went That's Matt Jackson's stick. It went just a tad too long. The match. Um, yeah, like said, no, uh, it was two dynamite matches long. <laughs> um, and or uh, segments. And also, every time they hit a ladder spot, I don't know. I've never noticed this before, but you can see when everyone was kind of helping out. Like, you would see moments where Bronson Reed would be the base for a ladder so somebody else can climb up to the top. You it's would a big s- base to work with. I, I don't yeah, blame no, him. absolutely. But I've never noticed that before, and maybe it was because there were fans in the arena, and I just wasn't paying attention as closely. But now I'm seeing it, and I'm kind of like, oh, okay. So... Pretty good though, uh, Damien Priest. You, you could you could do worse. Yeah. Um, I don't like saying that. Like, I feel like that's not a good barometer for anybody. But that's really. Hey, at least it's not Dream. It's not. At least it's not. Uh, I don't know. Even Gargano. Dream seems. To, I don't know. Yeah, Gargano. I feel like him getting that title would be a little bit redundant. It, uh, below bit, him. I, I think he's a. I think he's. It's a. Yeah. It's a bit below him. Um, dude, they were showing NXT TakeOver matches on the YouTube, yeah. on WWE's YouTube channel. Yeah. I watched Gargano Cole again, and two out of let three me falls. repeat. Yeah, two out of three falls. Um, I was in that room when I was – I was in your room when we were watching that. You remember my reactions. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ex- precisely. Uh, that that match still rips. Yeah. Like, it's I, – I'm, I have to repeat my sentiments from Wednesday's B-Show. Some would Johnny say – Gargano. It was Ain't no better than Johnny than Babyface and Peril and than Johnny Gargano. It, 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 that match is insane. Yeah. Also, I miss crowds. Yeah, everyone misses crowds. That's something you and Triple H have in common, apparently. Yeah, we need them. Uh, I miss crowds so badly. They, they're just oh, they're so cool. Like seeing them just cheer for me and praise me. It's just awesome. He didn't say that. Anyways, uh, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. You definitely saw this match. Oh, did I see this match? What did you think of the match over? I'll give you the first word. Okay, Pat McAfee. Um, uh, like, I don't want to say he went. He blew my expectations away because I had. Pre- I mean, I felt like I we NXT is a product. No, mostly like in terms of like. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh, there was a bit of a pause there. I accidentally muted my mic. So let me say that again. Uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, he blew my expectations away he do, does a mean kick he does a mean backflip the that superplex to adam cole yeah is just man yeah, yeah no the guy is definitely one of the most athletic guys around like he's doing stuff that he, he's probably a, mo- a lot more athletic than some of the guys on the nxt roster and hey, no, they don't let just let anybody play in the nfl so well and yeah no absolutely the well yeah yeah definitely i agree with that um, so it takes a little it takes a level of athletic aptitude to make it in there. So he has he to say that he has no athletic bone in his body would be just outright wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so Cole, uh, when he comes out to the ring, he sends Undisputed Era to the back of the back of the backstage. And because, you know, he's the baby face here and he has to seem like the baby face in peril because it's Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era. That's one of the only things I have a problem with. Is that Adam Cole is now a babyface, or he might not? I don't know. It's just he's just pissed off, man. Yeah, um, that that's an alignment. Pissed off. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, McAfee comes out with his uh, his goons, as you would call them, his squadron. His entourage. His entourage. They are, they're like. all wearing Cole Sucks t-shirts. Very, they're, you know, they were all made by a company like Teespring or something. You know, he like. Speaking of Teespring. You know, we have our own Teespring store. Did you know that? Where we no, sell I'm, our own I'm t-shirts. I'm giving you the layup so you can because dunk we, that shit. We sell Corey. our own t-shirts. I, was, I almost took my shirt off, but I didn't. That would probably absolutely sell a shirt if I took my shirt off. But if you don't buy a shirt, I won't take off my shirt. If we sell, you know, 10 shirts within a week, I'll take my shirt off. I mean, I'll do it for YouTube. I don't know if they'll buy 10 shirts, uh, one per customer. Yeah, I mean, or or everybody buy 10 shirts. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, then we'd sell 100. Then we all I've taken my shirt off for 10 episodes. I don't know. It just might be cold. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Let's see. McAfee, though, does. Uh, there's a certain point, though. Undisputed Eric comes out to back up Adam Cole. McAfee gives everyone a very nice looking swanton. Uh, McAfee proceeds to beat down on Adam Cole. We have a squatting suplex to Adam Cole. McAfee slowly beating him down. Uh, Cole then pulls McAfee's uh, shirt over his head hockey style. A nice backstabber to McAfee. And McAfee did an excellent job selling it. Uh, McAfee used the... Um, this, you mentioned that point where they get on the top turnbuckle. They're battling. He's setting up for He hops fun. and lands on the top well, rope. Well, hold on. Hold on. He's on the top rope first. Oh, yes. Before this. And then Adam Cole knocks him off the top rope because he's setting up for a superplex first. And yeah. then he runs back over to the corner, jumps up like from the bottom to the top rope. I mean, from the ring mat to the top rope. And completely just lands the superplex right afterwards. It's just for – it's crazy. You know, like that's not something you would see – out of a lot of like really trained wrestlers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, Pat McAfee. This was a match where he took no shortcuts. Uh, yeah. So McAfee uh, kicks the steel stairs by mistake at one point. Super kick to the foot of McAfee. We have a figure four to McAfee, but we have a rope break. McAfee. Like then... it was a counter to the punt kick. Yeah. And that re- that just costs that like most of that pretty much just costs him the match. Honestly, Cole starts to remove his knee pad. But uh, it seems like since he's a baby face now, he's not going to be doing his heel uh, finisher, the last shot. He went for the Panama Sunrise, hits the Panama Sunrise on McAfee, pin, and the win. I give this match a 6 out of 10. It was an incredible match. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I thought it was an incredible match for McAfee uh, and a really good match in general. I just um, – it was a little slow at times, you know, and it did seem like it was the top – person in a wrestling class versus the top person in an industry to me so fair enough i think pat mcafee is a guy who gets wrestling in 2020 oh yeah um he understands it he knows that the seal the the talent ceiling is a very high especially on nxt and he was put to task on facing one of their very best and and props to adam cole as well you know he he became like he really became quite the professional you know actually sell like he knew when to what to sell for pat mcafee and how and pat mcafee like his his like his worked punches just shades of bret hart sometimes man i'm telling you this is a hot take right here but no i was i I was thoroughly impressed by pat mcafee he probably learned them from Shawn Michaels. I mean, yeah, sure. Like, okay, this is what, okay, all right. 
uh, Pam McAfee, this is what you do. This is did Brett you would do this? Hold on. Oh, th- Mentioning Shawn Michaels, did you see that meme or the meme of him being compared to the old man from uh, Home Alone? Yeah, old man Murray. Yeah, old... yeah. I saw that tweet. I saw that tweet as oh, well. I think great. it was Bo- uh, Matthew Botchmania who retweeted it, or somebody. Yeah, that was great though. And I th- Wrestling Twitter got around. Uh, follow us at CWR four and five, where we retweet things just like that to entertain you through sometimes uh, hard to get through days. But we're your little ray of sunshine. Your ray this of match sunshine. Was, uh, Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole was a ray of sunshine. I give it an eight out of ten. Oh wow, that's that's very high. That's high. Yeah, I mean, no, I was thoroughly impressed. It was it. I could not. Well, impressed I, I versus. Not, I mean, yeah, I can't argue with your score. That's your score. So yeah, no, eight out of ten. That's a that's a good score. I might even say it's the match of the night. Wow. I would say it was the second match of the night. I, I oh, think it was the second okay. best match of the night, right. for, in my opinion. Well, it tied for a second match, at least in my opinion. Uh, then we get uh, Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai. Uh, the two women go at it. Uh, Io almost uh, hurt herself off, off a somersault attempt, just just doing a somersault in the middle of the ring. She almost tripped and fell and slipped. Kai throws Shirai into the ring post. Try saying that ten times. Uh, they go back and forth exchanging maneuvers. Kai trying to get uh, Io on the ground. Uh, Kai then uh, trying to do a sunset flip powerbomb into Io, but she reverses into a double stomp. Scorpion kick to Io. Kai misses the charging haluva kick. Io then starts to run wild on Kai with two running double knees. Trio woe double stomp. A go to kick Io, but she kicks out and get. Uh, oh no, she gets the rope. I'm sorry. Uh, ref is knocked out uh, with a haluva kick. German to Dakota Kai, moonsault, but the ref is out. Raquel Gonzalez gets in the ring, gives Io a choke slam, and pulls Kai on top of her, but only a two count. Moonsault to Kai, uh, the pin and the win. It was all of a sudden. Um, I would actually say this match is a five out of ten, in my opinion. It was a bit of a disappointment. Um, I really didn't really captivate my attention. I I kept going had... back and forth because Dakota Kai she's looking a lot better. I'm sorry, uh, she, Dakota Kai is looking a lot better, but yeah, go on. Um, but yeah, no, I had a lot. I had a lot of uh, my expectations were relatively high on this one, be- mostly because of the good work Dakota Kai has been doing and how great Yoshirai just generally is all the time. But this just, I don't know, it just didn't click for me. Yeah, no, you definitely. Know, it's um like the, I think it was just Dakota Kai working a WWE style. I mean, she's you know, come a long kind way. Of, you know, slowing down Io Shirai. Yeah, no, definitely. Character-wise. Like in terms of just character and... work and just how she asserts herself into the ring, it's just – it's it was just kind of just bog-standard title WWE title defense sort of style. Yeah. You know, where, oh, there's rough fuckery, and now the, the muscle just takes out Io Shirai, and then, oh, that backfires. Io Shirai just, you know, does yeah. stuff, and she wins. Yeah, it just seemed more like a stepping stone rather than, like – one of the great defenses of Io Shirai's title run. Oh, no, it uh, definitely wasn't that. Like, it seemed like there was a lot it of... It felt walking. like a television match. It, yeah, it felt like there was a lot of walking around uh, and trying to figure out what to do. But, like I said, Kai has come a long way. Like they were mentioning in the storyline, being scared of um, Shayna Baszler and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that's true. They did. Like, they, she brought it. they brought it up, like how Dakota Kai was just a scared little girl. And maybe they're even, just trying to show... How far she's come, you know? Like, look at her. She's done a lot, huh? Guys, she's not winning the title, but she did a lot, what right? Big, what big ears you have. Exactly. What big eyes you have. Wow. Uh, the the werewolf from the the werewolf in Florida. Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, okay. I didn't know what story it was. 
Anyways, let's move on, shall we? To our, uh, not our main event. I always forget you can't see my face. No, I can't. Uh, not the main event, but uh, it's Damian Priest's main event for the night. Uh, Damian Priest, he's uh, he just won the title, the North American title to be exact. And uh, I think it's Mackenzie. She comes up and asks him how he's feeling. He th- he's like, oh, there's one thing I got to do. It's got to celebrate a little bit. And he gets in the hot tub. And he, sort of. in, he gets in the hot tub in his pants. Uh, Leather uh, pants in the hot tub. That he he <laughs> had to have gone out the out of that jacuzzi immediately after they stopped ruling. Like, oh shit! Oh get shit! Get these off! Get these off! Get these off! My dick. Yeah. Um. The thing is, is that it it, it was just really funny, and it's just it's funny how he's like a total face, and I'm just like, ah, oh, that's just just so douchey. <laughs> like, to me, it was just such a douche thing to do. Are you telling me the, are you telling me the Archer of Infamy is douchey? Douchey, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I may be, I may be taking a risk there and saying that he might be just a little bit. Wow, bold. <laughs> uh, uh, the one thing I did notice is that I didn't know, no, um, was it Brandy Lauren? Uh, was she was in Joey Janelle's girlfriend? Yeah, uh, was in this and. I never, I didn't know she was on the NXT roster, so maybe, or maybe she just got signed with you. Just in the building, ah, whatever. Yeah, or maybe she just got signed off for a one-off for the, for the shoot. Next up, uh, yeah, sure. Next up, we made event time: Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee, which is my most hated match of the night. I did not like hated it. You hated it. Yeah, I heard. I did not like this match at all. Yeah, Uh, I'll wait until you're done. Uh, the video package. First off, we were talking about this last week. It's the same one they played on NXT earlier this week. The Metallica, song, the TikTok, TikTok. My favorite app is TikTok. So, um, it was frantic from the Saint Anger album, which I believe is about ten years old. Okay, uh, I'm starting no, to learn that. It's my... like fifteen years old. Uh, the 2003 yeah. was a very tumultuous period. I'm starting to learn Metallica that. I'm starting to learn that Triple H's well. favorite band. His two favorite bands are Motorhead and Metallica. Um, maybe yeah, those are some dad ass metal bands. What are some other metal bands that start in M? Motley Crue. Oh, Motley Crue will be next. There we go. Is it? I mean, it's. I consider that more hair metal. Eh, it's still metal. It starts with an M and it's metal. He'll be into it. He'll be the triple M. He'll Molly Hatchet. No. Yeah. Definitely not metal. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lee goes right after Cross. Uh, kind of sloppy back and forth strikes to get the match started. We get a crossbody to Cross. And they battle on the outside. Uh, there was a funny moment, though, where the plexiglass almost falls on Keith Lee, but it doesn't, and he smiles, and it was just, it was just nice. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just nice to see. Uh, Lee tries to um, deadlift, powerbomb, or one arm powerbomb, uh, cross at a certain point, but can barely get him up. And this match is dragging for me. Like I cannot just get into this match. Oh yeah, no, it was a massive all. slog. It's just Keith Lee. It. It really just showed the limitations of Keith Lee, uh, to be perfectly honest. I with felt you. like it was more because here's the thing: is no, no, okay, no. It's it's more or less the limitations of Keith Lee combined with Karrion Cross working a WWE heel style. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So it's yeah. just too. It's like two very slow style because Keith Lee is somebody you work off of, and when when you when you work a certain style that's not appealing to the audience towards Keith Lee, like you're not a pinball or you're yeah. like not working to the strengths of the storytelling of that match you're gonna you're just gonna lose the attention of what people expect out of an nxt takeover main event yeah again watching yeah. cole and gargano cole and gargano you are educating i don't know whether or not them putting this match together is a re-education of the audience but 
when that match from a year ago, also, yeah, a fucking year ago, Corey. No. Um, once you educated wonder... that, those three. And no, and also, it makes me feel like this is a type of match that would appeal to the 50 plus crowd who would just want, who have just a higher attention span, wants it to be a bit slower, wants it more storytelling focused, even no matter how boring the storytelling is, no. or how much of a slog it is. No. And what else happened, Corey? Uh, let's see. Cross hits Lee with a lariat. That happened. Uh, we have a doomsday to Saito to Lee, but he kicks out. Cross Jack to Lee. Uh, the ref, though, there was a moment, and, and now I don't get this at all. Um, he gets him in the cross jacket, and he is shaking his hand, Lee's hand, the ref is, I mean, for a good minute. And I'm like, dude, he's oh, out. Yeah. He's out. Like, it by any wrestling rules ever, Lee is out, and that match should have been ended right there. But when he goes to lift his hand, that's when Keith Lee brings it up. Sure, whatever. It just felt like he's sitting there. It's shaking three. His hand. It's three. You got until three, man. He had given he, three chances. No, You're given three chances. He was he was shaking. He was like Lee, 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 and then he was like, "Okay." I feel like me... this is a question I asked Jimmy Corderas. No matter what, you just lift it up. You know. Like maybe he'll be conscious by it's within the self interest. I don't know. It's un, you know, a man know. can only be uh, found conscious if they lift his hand, uh, or found unconscious, lift his hand three times. That's just medical law. Yeah, no. And then just if it and by the third time, science. And if it just hits the, yeah, it's, it's science. Just science. Uh, spirit bomb to cross, kick out after the two count, and Lee is absolutely shocked. The two battle on the top turnbuckle, and then we have a Doomsday Saito to Lee off the top turnbuckle, and cross, a cross comes down on his shoulder, uh, oh. and I think this is the point where I think he separated. It's a possible separated shoulder. There is going to be an MRI happening uh, in the next couple of days, so tough break, literally and figuratively. Yeah, like if he has to be out for a while, yeah, you know. Oh, he's Finn Balor. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty much. Actually, who I saw, who I thought of. Um, and I thought that was a bullshit finish. Like, uh, honestly, the whole you match. You mean the roll-up? Uh, it wasn't a roll-up. He pinned him. He oh. pinned him. It wasn't a okay. roll-up. He pinned him. Yeah, no. Then I, okay, never mind. Uh, I give this match a 4 out of 10. I did not like it at all. I say, Okay, listen. I say this because I didn't watch this match. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was a yeah. slow match. Or it was slow. Uh, they didn't know what to do with one another. You can say I don't understand Haas matches, and that's fine. You can say that, and I'm talking to everybody out there. But I can respect Dijak versus Lee. I didn't like it, but I can respect. Oh, Dijak it. versus Lee is not a Haas match, dude. It's two huge guys trying to beat 180 pounders. Uh, but this is like M at most. This was more right? of a Haas match than than that. Well, they are Hosses, though. You can't say it's not a Haas. Match. Oh yeah, no, they're. I mean, uh, Cross is pretty. Like I don't want to say no, Cross is muscular. You want to get all Jim Cornette? He kind of has. He kind of has like a a thinner Randy Orton like frame to him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I wouldn't consider him a thick boy. No, 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 no. Like he's but, big, but, but he's that's not how they played big. him up. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, um, no, he's he's definitely like foreboding and brooding. So uh, I wouldn't necessarily say brooding. That guy just screams at your face. Yeah, uh, not not but like yeah, some other Karrion Cross brooding. is your new NXT champion. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I not a good match. Not a fan. Uh, not a fan of that match. But we will see how and the quick title turnaround for Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee should have held that title a lot longer. Um, I think. Here's what you do in this situation. Karrion Cross, he's injured. He's going to miss time. Give if the he, title back to – no, give the title back to Keith Lee and then have that lo – no, no, no. Have that loss define like him. Like he has – he sort of has this chip on his shoulder like, 
I feel like I did not earn this. I feel like me losing the Carrion Cross and keep ha but then having the title back to me after he's lost it. I feel like I have to prove myself. Like, see, that's a story. That's something yeah. that you can tell. That is a story that you can tell about Keith Lee, where he has to find a way to really earn back the, 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 the respect out of the audience because he he lost the title, but he gets he got it back just by by lucky means. Like, you can have somebody like a Cameron Grimes say that, like, hey, you know, like Carrie Cross, Carrie Cross, he beat you. But you have yeah. the title. You are a paper champ. Like something like that. And he then like that, that could be I'm just this is a situation where I feel like this is you can turn this negative into a positive. Yeah. And as far as Karen Cross is concerned, it's a tough break. Yeah. Seriously. Well, if he is injured. I mean if he is if absolutely he is injured. injured, if he's gonna miss a significant amount of time. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. But yet. that is I mean, he he couldn't lift that shoulder. So it seemed like it was a shades mm -hmm. of Finn Balor. Like, um I, I like your idea. Um, the only thing I would add to that is um, have a tournament to for Keith Lee's opponent for the title. You know, so Keith Lee can at least somewhat earn it, but then always say, "I was beaten for this title. But he did, I but shouldn't be champion." If, why don't you just put Keith Lee in that tournament? Well, because I think if you're going to give it to him eventually, you should just have have a tournament for his challenger. But he lost. Like, why wouldn't? Why does? Why is he an, uh, the number one contender again? It does. Is it because there's a rematch clause? Well, well, you were saying just give it to him, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. So but then, then that's a but then no, but yeah, just give it to him. But then everyone's just gonna say that's bullshit. But then also, mm -hmm. but then he has to fight his fight his respect back for everybody. Oh right? yeah, then absolutely. Then afterwards, just always be like, I shouldn't have this title. I you know I shouldn't be champion, but I am. And then like before he relinquishes it, like you have William Regal, like don't stop there, Keith Lee. Before you relinquish it, I'm gonna put you into a match, and his name is Cameron Grimes because I want Cameron Grimes to have as many pushes as he to the needs. Moon. To the moon. Well, yeah, that was uh, NXT Takeover Thirty, aka NXT Vin Diesel. AKA, you didn't like it. Uh, overall, as a show, it was a cool show. I'm starting to feel but like. But then, of the standard takeovers, like we, I'm starting to get. There's that... such a high standard for takeovers. Yeah. Do you think this was up to snuff? No. Of that. No. No. I think it, some it, of the matches was... did. Like the ladder match, definitely could have been on a real in front of a like a crowd in Brooklyn. Absolutely. I think even the Dakota Kai um, uh, Io Shirai match was um, that could have been great in front of a crowd. Yeah, I it just, was a little bit disappointing. It, it, there were some moments where it was, in the main event, I absolutely I'm glad I saved Dynamite for afterwards um, because I needed a pick me up of like good character work. Like these people in NXT are really good, like wrestling characters. You know, like NXT to me is seeming more and more like WCW. To me, as a child, when I was a kid watching WCW, to the where I, I think was, oh, you think well, NXT is more like WCW. Yeah, and this is why, uh, because I watch it and it's a lot of really, really good wrestling. But then sometimes there's this lack of character work and lack of storylines. Whereas AEW Dynamite, to me, feels more of like uh, Raw is War, where there's just all these different storylines going on and it keeps you entertained no matter what. It's just boom, 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 boom storyline. Like Eddie Kingston, this, that, that over here, you know, it's just like, well, there's so much going on that I'm entertained constantly. Whereas NXT, I'm like, yeah, it was really good wrestling, but you know, like, I think I think fun. you're differentiating these two shows between like the pacing of it, of how developed these are, because I feel like Dynamite, they always seem every week they always seem to introduce a new storyline, yeah. while NXT seems to keep on continuing a storyline. And while Dynamite, they this week they still they're continuing 
certain storylines, we saw a lot of new stuff as well because they, I mean, like Saturday, like they, they, you know, like the way this show, like Dynamite's show felt, you, it felt special. Yeah. Like, um, because this, I mean, I will say <laughs> based this on though, what happened I, in that show, but yeah. I agree with you um, in a sense that like sometimes AEW like, and I've always had a problem with this, let the mu- musicians play their own music. It could eventually lead to not great things. And we saw that. Happen. Like it's an album filled like, Oh, this one, oh, this one song is a country music album, but then the next track it's fucking reggae. Or, exactly. You need to have clear, concise thought of what you want to put out there as a product. And but WWE the, but does have is, that. But, w- but with NXT, like, I will say that they do. It's a third brand. You know, it's a third brand part of a bigger picture. AEW, it has one show and it's just yeah. this one th- and it's this one single thing. Yeah. That's why they're always that argument of they should have I mean, yeah, they have dark, but they need another show, but you know, it's the way things are right now. It's they kind of stalled those plans and they have to focus on what they got like on what's on deck in their in their card what's what what cards they have on deck yeah well that was nxt takeover michael i think it's your turn aew and, dynamite and we'll be right back because i have to use the bathroom I, oh. i'm pausing it and we'll be right back because i have to use the bathroom okay it's actually paused i was just wondering like what the fuck we're not doing anything all right yeah i've been holding it i'll be right back cool right yeah for the brand okay Okay. Oh, hey, guys. We're about to go be on YouTube in just a couple of minutes. Uh, And by minutes, I mean like a couple hours. Uh, But City Wrestling Radio's full coverage of NXT TakeOver, Triple X, or Vin Diesel, or 30. I don't know which one they were going for in in, in that title. But NXT TakeOver 30, AEW Dynamite, a special Saturday edition of the B Show with me, your host, Corey Smith. And Michael Vergara will be joining me via Zoom in the Diamond Studio. See you guys later. Catch us on YouTube.com slash don't really remember what our URL is. But go check us out. Search City Wrestling Radio. Peace. And we're back. Oh, hey, what's up? Nothing much. Uh, we got Dynamite to review. And uh, you got a new phone? Uh, yeah, I got a new phone a while ago. Okay. Yeah. Because I saw that. It was like when I saw that, it was like, 
It was the cob. It was the spider eyes, and I was just like, "Oh shit, he got the latest and greatest." How's it working for you? Uh, oh, was I using spider eyes? Uh, uh, the iPhone. No, because your phone was like right in front of the camera. Oh yeah. Oh. Your webcam. Uh, yeah, it's um, eyes. it's good. The iPhone 11, I like it. I like it a lot. The old I had was well, I can't remember what the old one I had. I think it was like a, a six or an eight. I can't remember. But um, anyway, this new one, yeah, it's. Good. Apparently, never, mind. Apparently, never mind about you. Oh, 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 hi. No, I'm waiting for it to upload this. I don't know if I'm still. What are you uploading? To Instagram. I was. I went live for a second to let everyone know that you got. We got B Show coming up. Yeah. Just Anyways. remember, man. We got. We have the technology to totally make these live. It's up to you, man. It's up to man. you. It's up to the fans. Yeah. The fans. Oh, the fans want it. We. You know we. We should just say it right now, hey, listen, if you want no, it, you, you want... gotta it's like IcoPro, you gotta want it. No, I will say this. This our goal. Our goal right now is to make it to hundred subscribers, because we are still relatively new on the YouTube scene. So once we make hundred oh, subscribers, we will treat everyone with a live show as soon as that hits one hundred. Okay, yeah. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. One hundred subscribers, we will do these live. And uh, famous last words. <laughs> I yeah. They will be live every Wednesday at. No, I don't want to say what time now. I uh, know yeah, we can't promise now that we can't promise. The only thing we can promise is live. Live if we make it to a hundred uh, subscribers, yes. And it's a good skill to have because you know, live is good. And then live is live. And who knows what, what you guys will get for a thousand? No, just saying. Yeah. I I already promised my T-shirt off earlier in the show, and now I'm nice. promising. Yeah. Anyways, let's continue. AEW Dynamite. AW Dynamite, a special Saturday Night Dynamite. Sounds good, doesn't it? Saturday Night Dynamite. Saturday, live from New York, it's Saturday night. No, uh, it's coming off the Pacers and Heat game, and uh, watching this, like it was a pretty, it was a pretty close match. And I, it, I seriously thought this. Okay, so this, uh, this started at around three thirty. Mm-hmm. This game was close, and I legitimately thought it was going to go into overtime. Yeah, but uh, Victor Oladipo just really, really wanted to see the Nightmare Sisters see if they can win the tag team tournament. So he just decided to chuck a bunch of threes. So um, Dynamite, uh, we just start things off with FTR versus Private Party. FTR now fully with Tully as the manager. That's random. It's not random. It's I mean, Tully. no, no, no. I mean, Wait, no, the matchup is not random. It was random that it was all of a sudden. Like, I thought they would progress into it. It just, there he is with his own jacket. Oh, okay. He's got his own jacket. It's, it's... I mean, it was alluded to last week that Tully was alluded. Just like, yes. Uh, it's pretty much the boomers versus zoomers, uh, old fashioned versus flippy new kid shit. There were parts where cash looked really gas. Tully does a strut shatter machine to Mark Quinn. Like yeah. I said, this is a Saturday. So, uh, real life happens. And let's just say my notes is a, a bit on the abridged side. I did watch this show. I did give it my oh, attention as yeah, much as I can. Just full discretion. I had I had uh, I had responsibilities because I'm a grown ass man, goddammit. But I thought this match, FTR versus Private Party, was a pretty good opener. Styles yeah, clashed definitely. a little bit. Um, it was a good showing for FTR. Um, I'll say this: I kind of wished they'd open with uh, with Elite and uh, uh, Dark Order three, four, and five because I just think that's a bit of a more bombastic match. Rather, but then this one it was just a little bit more on the traditional. You know, it was a bit more on the traditional side that you kind of didn't don't really expect out of a like a hot opener. Yeah, it seems like they're going for the New Japan style where they start out with the multi-man just random matches where it's just pure great crazy wrestling, and then it leads into the storylines and actual matches that matter. 
But I mean, yeah, every no, week there's changes. merit to that. I, I feel like I more or less sort of support that. It's just it involves people that I kind of want more out of. Yeah. And we'll see. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Moxley insert promo. He mentions his wife and says she has a list of all his problems and that he's not perfect. Did you see the Meltzer interview with Moxley? Was it recent? It was they. It was Friday. It was oh, yeah. No, it was last night. I, I know it. Yeah, no. no watch it because the very first minute he just cuts a promo on his, um, Renee's cookbook and how it's just he pretty much said like they they have these they have these food stylists they have a bunch of food and I can't eat it and they get mad at me whenever I pick at it and uh, I have to and I'm the one who has to go to the grocery store to pick up the ingredients for this food and I have to call my wife saying what's a shallot. I just and, I just want to see like some producer chasing John Moxley around like put that green onion down put it down oh no dude I want fucking I just want total uh, reality show yeah I just want fucking total Moxley Keep, keeping, total, up, keeping up with the Moxleys the good times good times with the Moxes no get it the good times because no. his name is Jonathan Good oh and it's Renee Paquette Good there you go. come on hey yeah hey, hey. I forgot. If they ever make that, if they legit make that, I am just going to blast this fucking video. Remember the date. The, and it, no, and I have the date written on top of this thing, so you know, recorded 8 2020 yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the court of the jury, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, Moxley answered promo. He, where he comes from, tough guys don't hide behind words like MJF and ask what he's hiding. Wants MJF to succeed in the next 25 years for the company's sake and fulfill his potential, and that he will one day move out of his parents' basement and lose his virginity. But on September 5th, he will be in glory in heaven, and MJF will try to find a way out, and the world will find out what he's been hiding. Uh, great, great Moxley promo. I'm always a fan of these insert promos that he does. Uh, and yeah, Moxley's yeah, great. Yeah, Moxley's great. It was a little long, a long promo. I didn't really listen to it because I was. Listening. I thought it was fine. The was... length. Um, yeah, I didn't really listen to a lot of the promos. I'll be honest on AEW because I was listening to the. It was a Saturday. It's a, it's Saturday, Corey. It's I feel it was kind of a hectic day for me as well because I was hey, I was also fine. keeping an eye on the NBA games, yeah. and it was sort of sensory overload. And then watching Takeover, and then watching Dynamite, and then keeping an eye it's out like Bart that Rockets because that Rockets Thunder game. Oh boy, Chris Paul is a motherfucker in anyway. a good way, right? In a good way. Right. He's, I love him. There you go. He's no Steph Curry, but, you know, nope. who is? MJF with, and then we go straight to MJF with a Vince McMahon-esque neck brace, like he was in the 92 steroid trial. Yeah. He mentions the other dictators, like uh, Napoleon, and just compares him to John. Uh, and then he tearfully mentions his familial aspirations as Nina continues to smile in the background. I Like, she was, like, it's great, because she was just struggling to smile like she was smiling but then there are just po moments of pauses where she just had to stop because it hurts so because you could tell it yeah. hurts her so much and then there's this guy named mark sterling do you know who this guy is no idea so he so he plays the attorney of mjf and he says the paradigm shift is deadly and puts up a petition to ban the paradigm shift and claims that five million people signed it <laughs> which is great uh they'll send it to mox and that ball that what was ball the guy's name in uh, mike mark sterling okay go on um yeah and he said he'll send it to moxley and that the ball is in his court i thought this i th first i thought this was shot very well um it looked very professionally well done um it looked like straight out of like a fucking like a just like cable television cable television villain vignette yeah uh that's well you want he, that's what you want out of mjf yeah oh he does a, he does a podcast oh he does the the major brothers podcast with them the, he, the major wrestling figures yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Smart, so he's a smart. Mark so he's Sterling. one of Cody's friends, which yeah. is he's 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 friends with Zack Ryder, and he's friend. That means just by proxy, he's mutual friends with Cody, and so you're in, buddy. Yeah, and he has T-shirts uh, that are, oh, are that they are, nice? That are lawyer. Yeah, they're very lawyery, like the law offices of Mark Sterling and Better Call. So Sterling. he's probably like a real lawyer, and he's just kind of hamming it up. Yeah, maybe. Uh, like wrestler, he, like he's, podcaster, he's, manager. Oh yeah, lawyer, editor. Yeah, he's Matt Stryker. He's like he's Matt Stryker in that sort of sense, hey where guys, he really I'm... wants to let you know that he's a teach. He was a teacher. Yeah. But yeah, this was great. Uh, Lucha Brothers and Butcher and Blade versus Jurassic Express and Nightmare Collective or Collection. The Nightmare... Collective, right? Wait, who? What? The... Nightmare Collective. Right, is that what they're called? I think that <laughs> I can. I, I can't seen... remember. I can't remember either. Luchasaurus kicks dudes as Jungle Boy throws himself at everybody. Butcher does a Shining Wizard. How has there not been a Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix match? Uh, booking. That is a match. Mistakes. Yeah. They either they either are saving. I feel like now's the time to just put random matches and put Jungle Boy in random matches. Like sometimes you don't have to overthink it. Give us Ray Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Jungle Boy pins a dude, and afterwards Eddie, <laughs> yeah, and like, so yeah, they win. Jungle that was Boy good for Jungle Boy to get the pin, finally. And then, but really, the main takeaway from this was that afterwards Eddie Kingston and his jean shorts, he comes out and tells all the heels that there ain't shit. Well, they uh, start they start arguing with one another, Butcher and Blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Butcher others. and Blade, they they're heels, but then there's also like, hey, you, they're they're like the. Well, there's other heels. like the Lucha. They're like the Lucha House Party on SmackDown, um, but heels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's pretty much bringing Butcher and Blade and Lucha Brothers as a group, and uh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm well, super curious what Eddie King... Well, the thing is, and the main mm-hmm. caveat is, uh, you see, and I think I sent you this picture, you see Eddie Kingston stare at the camera and just wink. Yeah, and he's going to use know, them to get what he wants. That's what it is. And, and it's probably going to be a swerve, and Eddie Kingston will probably end... That's the thing, I thought about this, like, is he just going to pair himself up with Proud and Powerful, but then they're with, they're with Inner Circle, so does that mean... Eddie Kingston's part of Inner Circle, and I just think there's too many members of Inner Circle unless they ditch the fuck out of Hager, well, which I would love. They don't but... um, necessarily have to uh, get them in the Inner Circle. That could just be like, hey, this is our friend Eddie, and then they're like, he's not in the association. Inner yeah, like, like he's how not MJF in the Inner and Chris Circle. Jericho are buddies. Exactly. Like Chris Jericho will be like, You're, he's not in the Inner Circle. Like, we know, but he's just, he's with us. And, you know, it's just, he's just. He's We're just cool like, with him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then okay. eventually, then they break up, and that's when the three of them beat down on. Jericho, I don't know. Whenever, but yeah, uh, I love seeing Eddie Kingston, and he was great in this segment. Yeah. So welcome, welcome to the team, sir. <laughs> welcome. Uh, Britt Baker wants Penelope Ford to join Britt Baker in a handicap match to All Out. I guess I don't know. No, it's next week. Oh, it's next week. Yeah. Okay. Penelope Ford looked great. Yes, she does. Way. That I mean, she looks great in general, but in particular this week, she she wore a really nice, like dress. um, not a dress. Remember the nutty? Like prof- it was spandex. She was wearing spandex. Yeah, spandex. That's yeah, like, like uh, the Nanny Professor. Tights. Spandex. All spandex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, wait, what? Okay, I remember. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah, it was all right. So I had to, so again, so I had to head out for real life things, and apparently there's a Mimosa Mayhem match on All Out. Oh, yeah, okay. So this is where I take over. I'm going to tag you, Corey. Uh, oh, I get to do a Dynamite review. Uh, the hot tag to Corey. Uh, well, Tony Schiavone, he's interviewing Orange Cassidy. I, I've never done an AEW review. Am I okay? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, out comes Orange Cassidy. Calm down, Corey. Out comes Orange Cassidy. Schiavone asks, how do you feel after beating Chris Jericho last week? Uh, before he even gets a word in, Chris Jericho comes out. Uh, actually congratulates Chris Jericho 
Uh, Y2J says he's only been beaten three, and I'm going to refer to him as Y2J because it's just abbreviation. Oh, yeah, no. Taking notes on all these dynamo uh, AEW names. Uh, I know how that feels. Uh, he says he's only been beaten three times a week, or three times in the whole t uh, <laughs> in his whole career at AEW, not three times a week. Uh, he says he's embarrassed um, to be beaten by the guy who puts his hands in his pockets, uh, but like I said, also congratulates him and says uh, he's actually proud of Orange Cassidy because... He says, you're doing things, you're proving everyone wrong by doing main event stuff, and you're learning from me. Uh, but the thing is, is that you've had a win, I've had a win, and in my... Rubber uh, times, match. Yeah, there needs to be a rubber match. So he it's says... what I've always been saying. He says, uh, at, uh, I think it's going to, I believe it's all out. Um, the Mimosa it Mayhem... It only makes sense. It's the, the Mimosa Mayhem match. And the rules of the match... Um, are uh, let's see, it's like five hundred or it's uh, eighty gallons of orange juice, five hundred cases of the bubbly, win by pinfall submission or get tossed into the mimosa, which I'm sure that's how Jericho is getting tossed in the mimosas. Yeah, um, that thing is so designed for him because so, he's not gonna eat a pin. He's just gonna eat a. He's just gonna get drunk off his fucking ass like he funny, always loves to do. Because the first thing I thought of when Jericho comes out, I'm like, he has champagne in his hand. His name's Orange Cassidy. I want a mimosa. That's like the. That's what you think. That's what you think all the time. Valkyrie. Well, I know every day is brunch for me. Um, no, it's not. Uh, but no, Jericho wants to toast Orange Cassidy and the best friend, but he doesn't want to toast alone. Out comes the inner circle. They beat down on the best friends and Orange Cassidy. Oh, no. But uh, yeah, apparently Hager is uh, doesn't drink. I didn't know that, but he poured out the bubbly on the side. So I didn't know he didn't drink. It was just something random that I noted. And I know you don't like Hager, so. I was he just, still sucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm just. I'm not saying it's cool of him or anything. I just. <laughs> yeah. I it was know. something I noticed. It's like okay, whatever. But it's about time he's shown restraint for something. All right, tag back out. All right, no, you've been doing a too much of a shitty job. You got getting beat down, and now you got to go for the tag hot. Back I'm in. going for the hot tag. I got to beat up everybody here. No, you did fine, Corey. That was a really good segment. Thank you. I, mean, I, I hope, really I hope Cody was proud. Oh, I'm. I know he listens I hope to the he's, show. I hope he's feeling something. Anyway, Dark Order, 3, 4, and 5, Reynolds, Silver, and Angels versus the Elite, Kenny and the Bucks. Kenny, he has the grossest fucking cup therapy marks I have ha I have seen since he started doing this. Like, this, like enough with the Dusty Rhodes tributes, I swear to God, what? with all these polka dots, because he has cup oh. therapy marks. Oh, oh, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a second. It's so disgusting. Uh, oh, Lip also, NXT side note, that Bronson Reed spot where he sent on that ladder with Dream and Gargano is dumb as fuck. I completely forgot about that spot. You remember? Uh, oh, yeah. Or Reed, Bronson Reed, he just sent on himself into a ladder that was on Gargano and Dream. And I was like, I just said, Bronson Reed, you dumb he's, he's He's trying to... He's a, he's a thick boy with a thick brain. You know, when you, anyway. get, when you get going, Michael, you just do stuff. No, in the I get it. World, yeah, yeah. No, you, you operate on instinct. Uh, yeah. Boy, do uh, One Winged Angel on angel um yeah one but i'll say this that one winged angel one of the best things best ones i've seen in a long time wow. he sold it like death uh post match kenny gets violent attempts to power bomb and i think like he tries to power bomb angels on a chair with his leg sticking out buck stop him and they just further continues on the story of just kenny omega being frustrated and violent and yeah. I, it was a pretty good match it, what can you say I'll say this though, like I am just about done with Kenny Omega being in multi-mans. I want him to blossom on his own now. I'm a bit. It's. I feel uh, like it's we're, a bit. We're getting there. Yeah, it's gonna happen soon. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I, I think hope it, it happens at all out. I, I think, think the start. I hope the starting is all out. 
All that's, all that's three weeks away, right? September 5th. It's getting there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's three I'm weeks not away. looking at a calendar, but... No, two weeks away. Ah. No. Jesus Christ. Look at it, Corey. Anyways. Give me. Give me a good... Okay. I can't look at you. I can't see yeah. uh, FTR and Tully are with Alex Marvez saying they are on the path to the tag match at All Out, and they're pretty much... Expl- and then Adam Page comes out like, Oh, what are you doing here, man? I like the Rock and Roll Express, man. What the hell? Yeah. And they pretty much explained to him at Adam Page why they did what they did last week to Rock and Roll Express, as you said, and did it for the success of Page and FTR. Uh, I really like this. It Again, like this and the MJF thing, it was a well shot, like it, like some cable television storyline intrigue no. that I thought deserved whatever they got going pretty well. Uh, but throw that no invisible camera rule outside the window, man, because that is that has just been made irrelevant now. What? Invisible camera. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think they. I think that's that's more than gone. Yeah. Anyway, after this, Will Jobs versus Darby Allen. Will Jobs. He gets a bit hey, of offense though. You know what? Will Hobbs. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me finish. He gets a bit of offense in though as uh, Taz shit talks Darby, but he gets the uh, you know. Will Hobbs loses. Yeah, he's That's on Dynamite though. I mean, like, come on. Oh man. yeah, no, his Dynamite debut, but getting the he's L. he's working every week for Dynamite and he's there, and I think that's incredible. Hey, he's getting that bread. And, and, and you know, maybe I'm 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 biased I'm biased because he wrestles locally, you know, and I want to support everybody, especially more than oh, of course uh, locally. Um, but he looks great, and he's in pretty much every episode of Dark the past, like, how many weeks, you know? So, oh, yeah, no, he's an institution there. And the more, I think the more people we see from Northern California, especially from out of all pro wrestling. I, I people got to work, yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, But the main takeaway, post-match, Taz gets the mic from the commentary table and announces the newest member of Team Taz. And funny as it, his name is Dobby Allen as well. And start, and then out comes Tony Stark. I'm uh, not Tony Stark. Ricky Starks, uh, <laughs> oh, with the face paint. He comes and flying out. Iron uh, Man has joined Taz and Brian Cage. Yeah, he's he's coming. He he's back. Well, he's actually, they ever. they call Brian Cage the Wolverine. So I mean, yeah, it no, work. Marvel Marvel everywhere. Yeah, but yeah, fucking Ricky Starks does a money ass impression of Darby Allen. It's it is textbook what you expect out of somebody making fun of Darby Allen. He kind of. He sort of talks like a brooding sort of personality. And uh, wow. uh, the only thing I like is darkness and turtles, which is a reference to that oh, viral t- video of yes. that face painted kid who says, I like turtles because, and. But like his face I'm, is like painted like Darby, but he's, this is years before Darby Allen. So everyone. Yeah, this is Darby Allen as a kid. Every, and that was honestly, I feel like that's what everybody thought but of. It, isn't the video from like the Pacific Northwest? I think it's oh, from you're, Portland. You're, you're bringing you're bringing some you're bringing some deep deep conspiracies right here, man. Oh, not conspiracies, like deep lore stuff. Hey, man, I'm just saying it's from oh, yeah, the no, Pacific Northwest. No, I, I don't doubt this. Like you've said crazier things before. The, the kid, the kid just looks at me. I'm half dead on the inside. They I like cu- turtles. They cut that out. <laughs> they cut out the half dead part. So yeah, he references turtles, and I love Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is fucking money. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, as he does this, Brian Cage t- attacks Darby from behind. Uh-huh. Starks calls him a joke and a clown, and he's a clown. So I'm beginning to think Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I they, Darby. You don't Allen, want, you no. don't want, you don't Darby want Ricky Allen's Starks like to lose. Darby Allen just keeps going like this. Like it just seems like 
he gets a little bit of a push and then they stop his push. He gets a little bit of a push and then they stop his push. I think this is a feud where they're giving Darby Allen the win though. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I can't wait. And I to, think Ricky Starks is going to be fine off I that really, loss because he's really because he's pretty new. I really like Ricky Starks. I Ricky think Starks incredible. I feel like is going to be one of those him, he's going to be an institu- like he's going to be a foundation. And he's, he he is so comfortable with himself because if you see him on have you seen him on um NWA? Being, no, being the elite. Ooh. Just a brief appearance. He's not. I have. Not. Is he? Where is he? There is, is he in a, the Sp- Is he in the Spanglish? No, uh, no, no. He's segments because, no, like, I have no. to admit, I kind of skip those. He's not. Um, okay. He's in a segment, I think, with Kip Sabian and somebody else, where they do like a handshake maneuver or something. Was this this week? Because I, I haven't watched so. BTE. This Anyways, week. I believe it was this week. But yeah, he's really good in it, and just his mannerisms are just funny. Like he's on also, camera. Can I talk to you about? Okay, keep going. Anyways, yeah, uh, no, his just mannerisms are great on the show. He's just pure comedic gold, and it translates here that where he was beating down on Darby and just saying, "I don't need this face paint. I don't need this to to beat you." It, it, he's just great. Yeah, um, <laughs> being the elite though. Just to, while I'm at it, like, did you listen to Observer Radio? Like, do you ever notice like how giddy, Dave, Dave kind of just gets giddy. real giddy about oh, BTE? Oh, it's so funny. And Alvarez and Alvarez is. What he happened? Does not care less about it. Okay. Uh huh. It's huh? crazy. Yep. The Dark Order. Okay. Yeah. No, no. You're Brian. I'm Dave. Okay. No. So BTE. It happened. This thing happened. Uh, you had Nick Jackson uh, right here, and then uh, uh-huh. he makes this one joke, and it's oh, a yeah. reference to this joke last week. And but then yeah. it was so funny. funny and then yeah, he yeah. does this one thing, and then uh, yeah, and then uh, Nick Jackson. He was talking about uh, he was being Christian AF, and yeah, and yeah, and yeah. Oh, how about that? Being the elite, check it out. Anyways, let's continue. Oh, wait, hold on. No, we have to talk about the ratings here. Uh, Raw from two weeks ago. Okay, if you want to do this, <laughs> we got to save this for Halloween. <laughs> we yeah. should do a whole episode just like them. Um, we just could, we could probably Fool's do joke. it. Um, but, anyway. yeah, no, I, they, they're, 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 they're back and forth together. Sometimes it just seems like they're like Alvarez is just like, uh-huh. Can we just get the show over with? Thank we are. You. Do you ever do you ever think about like the fact that we're a podcast talking about another podcast? They're talking about a show. Oh my god! It was Who's talking about another show anyway. Uh, picture in picture, Matt Hardy attacks Sammy Guevara on picture in picture. Yeah, I didn't take notes on his cards, but he fucking kills the shit out of Sammy for an yeah. extended period of time to a point where I was like, I'm just gonna look on what's going on Takeover. Yeah. So, but uh, next week, Sammy Guevara, or next Thursday, remember that. Another, remember the B show. Is getting split. fucked and yeah, it's still it's yeah, it's a split one too. Oh my god, two days in a row, back to back. Wait, episode. Thursday and then Saturday? No, what? No, no, it's we'll, we'll talk later. It's a one. It's a one hour Thursday. No, I, I want to no, know now. No, next this next week we're having there's NXT I think on Wednesday. Okay, so we will be back Wednesday night, okay. and then and then AEW Dynamite is on Thursday. So we will also be back on Thursday night. But is that one hour? I, what no, is it no. I hear about one hour? No, there's no one hour episode. Okay. I mean, I thought there was something where that was supposed to be like this week where there was a one hour this week. I'm going to look it up. Continue with AEW. Okay. Dynamite. So, yeah, Matt Hardy kills Sammy Guevara next week. Oh, not yeah, Thursday. They uh, yeah, just... tables match. And then we get an insert video package of the NWA women's champion, Thunder Rosa. And she oh. challenges Sheeta at All Out. Uh, Thunder there, Rosa I... trained at Gold Rush Pro Wrestling in the Bay Area. She's actually a really nice person, a supporter of the show in the past. She's, I know she's listening. Did she to do? A, did she do? A, this is Thunder Rosa. You listen to City Wrestling Radio? No, because I didn't ask her for one. But she was. She's too good for it. She huh? was no. Oh, she fuck was. Fuck her. 
She was a very nice person. <laughs> no, and Thunder Rosa, I'm sure you're really. She's cool liked person. and shared some of our stuff in the past. So. Oh really? Yes. This, Hell yes. Before, Thunder well, Rosa, I hope you beat the shit out of Sheeta. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so she hold, says on, hold Tango- on. Okay. I got it. I got it right here. So. Okay. Um, let's see. AEW the 19th episode will be on like today. Um, let's see, and then. So it says there will be a one hour on the Wednesday the 19th. Yeah. Well, oh no 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 sorry. Part one will be on Wednesday the night the nineteenth. That's eight. That's all out. That's going to be this week, and then um, t- t- the twenty sixth episode will air on Thursday the twenty seventh. Um, and then wait the twenty sixth. So they're taping on the twenty sixth. Okay, airing it on the twenty seventh. September nineteenth. Here's what you were asking about. There will be a special one hour episode of Dynamite immediately following the NBA playoffs. Um, this then also the full two hour episode will be the next night on. Uh, Thursday the seventeenth. So then I don't know. I probably I'll probably watch the the day after just to get a complete show. Yeah, sure. I don't know, well, but then well, also that, it breaks it breaks my rule in terms. This of... This is this is this is I believe us a, a conversation we could have off the air. No, I want a full complete transparency with our audience. Let's Come continue with AEW Dynamite. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Thunder Rosa, she says, "Tengo un campeonato." Did She's I get great. that right, Jose? She's great. Oh no, you're not here. Okay. She's great. I love Thunder Rosa. She is, she's great on that mic. Yeah. Women's Tag Team Tournament Finals. Nightmare Sisters, Brandy and Allie versus Diamante and Ivelisse. Ivelisse pins Allie to win the tournament. I was Good. too busy watching NXT TakeOver. I was to happy. Care about this. I was so happy they won. I didn't watch the full match, but it was... And right. I'm sorry for the people who would say, oh, you're not paying attention enough to the women. You've already man, explained. It's fine. Don't, you don't need to but apologize man, to Do you really want me to watch Diamante and Ivelisse and the I Nightmare Sisters? So. Like, they... Ugh. And it was a good I'm way sorry. to finish it. Apologies though. in advance. They didn't pick um, the Nightmare Sisters to win, like and just and kind of just like force them down our throats as a team. And I think that's that's awesome. Uh, One nice thing in the post match was uh, Ivelisse and Diamante. They were given flowers. They threw that shit on the ground and they presented their Cuban flags in well, celebration. One was their... Cuban. One was a Cuban flag. The other oh, I'm one sorry. was a Puerto yeah. Rican flag. Sorry about that. But One's they are. Puerto Rican and but they Cuban. are. Okay. Um, similar shapes but different colors yeah sorry about that yeah. uh, uh probably offend somebody but apologies I, I offend people every day when i'm driving but nonetheless uh i think Expl- Eva, that explains your rating evilise and diamante i i hope they get a push and i hope they continue as a tag team uh, because uh, they're they're said they're doing it for the you know for okay. the cause and for their family and for their people that's true and i think that's it it's just cool to see two uh latina women oh. Uh, win I the st- tournament, you know. I still think Ivelisse is, is a bit more on the problematic side, but I mean, let's hope she smartens up. Yeah, I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. I depression is real, Ivelisse. Yeah, yeah. Tell I, me about it. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. That is not that is not something you got to gloss over. Anyway, main event time: TNT Championship, Cody versus Mister Brody Goodbye. Lee. Let me just go. Let me just go through this match. Cody starts off hot, but pays for it as they walk and brawl. And then Lee just power bombs Cody to death, and he fucking kills him. Clean. Pin. One, two, three. What the fuck was this? <laughs> I This was amazing. Was it? Yes. Because wow. AEW has educated their viewers in that thinking that Cody Rhodes, fuck son of Dusty, grandson of a plumber, wrestles all these big ass fucking matches and i was expecting okay this is gonna be a cody versus brody lee match and then brody lee straight out the fucking gate 
kills Cody, wins the TNT championship. By God, Brody Lee has just become a fucking force of nature again. Well, okay. And I thought this was amazing. Remember last week we heard spoilers for this, but the spoilers weren't necessarily fake. correct. Fake, well, they fake, were fake. they were correct in the sense that we heard Brody Lee was gonna win. So the fake the fake spoilers were um Eric Rowan basically coming out yeah, and Eric Rowan. Uh, and helping and, uh, Brody Lee to win. Also the women's tournament also, I think yeah. And that's there were, there I, were, that's good yeah. that they covered up the they covered some stuff up. That's great. I love it. Keep doing that. Keep us on our toes. Um but I it, I well continue. What happened after the match? Oh uh, no, we could I mean is this comments on the match cuz I mean no, about... I know. I mean the match itself, I mean I think it's just I think it's a breath of fresh air for you know, Cody. I think it's yeah. But it's just he wasn't Brody Lee wasn't this dominant with everybody else. Why all of a sudden is he this most dominant force that can beat the guy who beat everybody else? Well, the fact that it's unexpected was why I like. Really why liked though? It. Why was it unexpected? What mm -hmm. happened? What caused Cody to just get beat down so easily? Well, when you th when well when you listen to the commentary, they keep they they've said it for weeks now. How many times? And like they've alluded, how many fucking arms does can Cody have to reach in keeping up the schedule of being an EVP, defending the title every week? And just having a little bit have a have a sense of complacency in this realm, and then you have somebody like Brody Lee who is hungrier than Cody, who's stronger than Cody, who's more who's bigger than Cody, just fucking run the fucking table with this guy. It totally makes sense. I really and it re it, I think Brody Lee is, is is at his apex right now as we speak, and it was a really breath of fresh air for. Yeah dynamite to end on such a fucking unexpected squ like squash match because that's not what you expect you expect a 20 minute cody match and with all well, the bells and whistles that you expect and then this happens like this was exciting well, i because came off how, of this just like holy shit look how long they had left in the show when the match started it they said it looked like about 20 minutes left in the well show. the thing is my my sense of timing my sense of timing was all out of whack because this show i think was it was actually kind of strategic for the way it was where it they didn't they they didn't have a hard solid end point because they were ba they were they were basing it off when the NBA playoffs was going to when Pacers and Heat was going to end so it wasn't going to like start at the top of the hour or even top of the half hour yeah. so you didn't i didn't really get a sense of time it felt like a longer show like it felt more than 2 hours and they kind of used that advantage to really like okay um this is going to be the end of it but you see this, like if this if this match started at five fifty five or like six fifty five, like oh yeah. this is gonna be, okay this uh, we're gonna see something quick. But then I didn't think of that, and I it, I it was hook line and sinker at okay, that so, part, and it was just so good. So it was so good. The end of the match afterwards with uh, the Dark Order beating everyone down, dragging out Dust or Dustin, dragging out QT Marshall, even Brandy Rose getting beat down by uh, what's her name Kimberly, no what's her name. Anna J. Anna J. I'm sorry. I knew it was something like yeah. a play on words. So, yeah, they kid, yeah. So, uh, and then well, Cody's being stretched out, but gives a thumbs up just to know that he's fine. Like you said, Brody kills Arn and toss Cody out of a stretcher with no family or friends in sight. But as I type it, QT Marshall and Dustin gets killed. And then Brandy tries to protect Cody. And then uh, he, uh, uh, Brody Lee, he summons Anna J, which, oh, man, Anna J. I, for a moment, I thought, okay, calm, Jesus calm down, Jesus Christ, Anna J. Uh, uh, Excuse well, me while I thirst for a sec. Um, I think Let me I, drink this water. Save for a moment there, for a moment there, I thought Brandy was going to join the Dark Order. 
Uh, uh, that's stupid, and I'm glad that didn't happen. Well, I mean, is it stupid? Uh, yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey. Well, what else? Why... Did you have anything else? Did you have anything more? Did, can you elaborate on that? Uh, yeah, Brandy. I thought Brandy was going to lean over and start laughing and then just kind of kick her husband over. It would explain why she's been acting heelish lately. So, I mean, if they well, don't... I mean, her acting heelish led to her loss. So who knows what she what she learned from that? But yeah, but, and then as we close the show, Brody spills the shattered silver belt all over Cody's corpse. Well, because he's hitting five, with... as this five hour dynamite comes to an end. What? I thought this was a fantastic episode. Um, was... Like I really liked it, and it re- it felt really special. They took they had they used that Saturday to their advantage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. What about you? It, it was it was definitely a good episode, and it felt like it felt like something special. You know, um, the fact that they had fake spoilers out. Uh, I don't know how how that really does for a show. You know, does that really draw people in? Like, oh god, I'm gonna. I guess I'll tune in to see, like, I guess you'll be shocked if you watched it. Yeah, but does it really get more viewers, like, more wrestling viewers on your show if you're trying to draw them in with a fake spoiler of Eric Rowan debuting? I mean, it has been proven, like, from WWE. Oh, I am really, actually, I'm really interested to see how this show, how the ratings are for for this show, because pro- we probably won't find out until Monday. Well, we won't um, see what it's up against, because the ne- uh, TakeOver. Oh, no, it's definitely up against, like, major shit. Like the, well, I'm saying against TakeOver. Like OKC usually Thunder. it's compared to TakeOver, or usually compared to, to NXT. Uh, but since TakeOver is on the network, they don't issue uh, ratings. Not even. I, yeah, that's true. But then also just by itself, unopposed against wrestling, but it's also running against OKC versus the Rockets game and other, you know, yeah. competition. No. But... Yeah, we probably won't find out about that until next week, but that's that was a killer, killer. I loved all everything about that Brody Lee thing. Uh, yeah. Cody Rhodes, not your not your TNT champion. Your champion is Brody Lee. And I don't see it being defended every week anymore. Yeah, because he's a heel and he's just like, "No." Yeah, uh, unless you? unless there's some unless sort he's of... like saying like I'm fu- I'm the hot shit, assholes. I'm let me, you want to see shit? I'll do this. Unless um there's some sort of thing in the contract of the TNT title, like it has to be defended every. I don't know. Maybe. Look at the. I'm looking at the t, uh, the TNT drama Twitter account. Mr. Brody Lee is our champion. That okay? For, okay. By the way, you didn't mention this. When uh, Eddie Kingston comes out earlier, he's trying to gather the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Brothers all together, and he goes, "Hey, hey, TNT, they have drama. We don't need drama. It's fine. It's great. It's great. It's a great line. Love it. Love it. Like it. Love it. Gotta have it." So that was NXT Takeover. That was AEW Dynamite. In this, I had a really good time, Corey. Uh, we sh- they, these should happen more on Saturday nights. You like the Saturday Night Dynamite, don't you? It just rolls off the tongue. They should honestly like this. Should be like a good, like, hey, we. Sh- they really should like clash. It, it. This had a very Clash of the Champions felt like feeling to it. Yeah. You know, it's that that those specials. You know, like, oh, we're gonna have this special television thing on saturdays i think this is this is where they should dip their toes like this is what this is them dipping their toes in that in that market yeah more yeah. or less that's good but take and also takeover happened it did yeah and uh so i i still have energy and we are stretching the show out so oh, guys come on. don't forget to like share and subscribe at cwr4 and 5 facebook twitter and instagram and uh i'm just gonna cut it short here we'll see you guys later bye